Hello, Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night Podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. In this episode, we're on location at the CMB Boxing Gym in Burnsville, where we chat with Minnesota boxers Leo Medell and Michael Demps. Both fighters will be in action this Saturday night, December 9th, on the Big Q Promotions card at Element Gym in St. Paul. Medell, 8-8 as a pro, will take on Andre Bird, 10-14-1 of Jacksonville, Florida. And Dems, making his pro debut, faces fellow Minnesota boxer Andre Reed. It's sure to be a great night of boxing, and we hope to see you there. location right by the ring you know people hitting the bags and doing their thing here and very authentic so you actually got your workouts in today are you done now or yeah this is pretty much pretty much life. laying around yeah trying to get loose See got weigh-ins tomorrow right yeah it sounds what? like Hugh's got something up his sleeve for that he's gonna make it a little fancier than you know? Oh, really? I was like, really? I was like, because I've never been to the weigh-in, so I'm going tomorrow. I was oh, like, yeah. all right, cool. Okay. That should be cool, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, like little, I like a little show. What weight do you fight at, Leo? Uh, so this one's at 154. Okay. This one's for my past fight was at 158, so I've been coming down. And who, who are you fighting this time around? Uh, I got Andre Bird from Florida. Oh, right. So, yeah, yeah you're the out-of-state opponent. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Q mentioned he's going to pick him up at the airport tomorrow at 4.30. So, yeah. he'll probably be a little bit later to the weigh-in. And, uh, Mike, you're fighting uh, Andre Reed, right? Sounds like around 170 or 168, but the catch weight you said was 170. Yeah. You said either way you're, you're fighting him. Right? I'm fighting him. Whether he makes weight or not, I'm fighting him. And it sounds like you guys are pretty cool with each other that you've sparred in the uh, past. Yeah. and you're. Uh, yeah. Tell us about that. So, yeah, we've had uh, some sessions in the past. I think I sparred him once or twice, and he's a good dude. I like him, good attitude, oh, yeah. but we're not friends until the fight's over. <laughs> <laughs> until the last bell rings, then we'll be cool again, but definitely a good dude. Yeah, It's going to be a great show. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that they accepted the fight, and um, I'm excited to come out for my pro debut at LSU. Tell us about your amateur career. How many fights have you had as uh, an amateur? Um, I, I don't remember exactly. Probably somewhere around 10 fights. I started boxing at this gym about two years ago. And um, I got a lot of really good experience. I fought a lot of the top guys coming into the amateur. I was open from my first fight. So, um, yeah, I think uh, this will be... I got a little, a lot of good experience from my pro debut. And then especially sparring this guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sounds like you're sparring everybody. They were saying that you're even uh, over at Element sparring over there, uh, giving them good looks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, me and Sweet got, we pretty much been sparring for every fight that we've got. So whenever I got a fight, he comes and spars me, or whenever he's got a fight, I go spar him. Now, you were actually at the last Element show when you fought um, at that card, the last one. Uh, what was that experience like for you fighting at Element? Did you like it? Oh yeah, it was great. It was funny. It's so good to get a fight at home. Like, it's, it's been one of my one of my tight goals to fight here in Minnesota. You know, all the people well, especially here. since it sounds like you had a hard time getting a fight. You know, yeah. going into that. Yeah, it was um, it was difficult, but you know, always got to work and until they say it's on, it's on. Now, all these kids are working out right now, and I guess I gotta ask. 
tomorrow, or not tomorrow, sorry, the day of the fight at Elements, there's also amateur fights uh, for Circle of Discipline. Do you know, are any of these cats, you know, that are working right now, are they all training for no. that or no? No, or, yeah. Or maybe the Silver Gloves? Uh, no, yeah, we, we got a couple for Silver Gloves. I think we got, uh, I think four, four or five. So. I've seen some fighters that come out of here um, that are extremely entertaining. Yeah. Um, I think the first time I saw a CMB fighter, it was a little squirt, little kid, and I was just like, man, like instantly I was a fan. Like, so, and then I was telling Brian when we walked in, I said, I always know when there's a, a post from this gym because of the mural on the wall. Yeah. I love it. You can see it behind them on the wall. Uh, do you know who did that or no? Oh uh, yeah, one of my friends. One of your friends yeah. did. Sweet. You can tell him he did a great job. Yeah. Cool. He still has to finish it. I'm still oh, trying really? to track him down to finish it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's supposed to be uh, Pacquiao right here on the left, and then Holman and Marcus on the left. Oh, now I see it. Now that you say it, yeah. I can totally see it. Is, is he a boxer too? Your friend who did that? Or? Uh, no, he's just graffitis. Yeah. I was going to say, it's kind of interesting how a lot of boxers are also really good artists. Like uh, <laughs> the Hall of Famer, Dan, uh, Danny Morgan. Oh, Dan Morgan, yeah, he he was more of like a comic strip artist. Yeah, um, but still, a good you know, I think a lot of fighters have creative outlets. You know, yeah, whether it's right. music or art or some kind. You know, yeah, absolutely. Um, cooking, whatever. You know, they're just yeah. creative people, which is good. Yeah, yeah Mike's right here is a good pianist. Uh, really? Oh yeah. Nice. Did you uh, did you study or play in a group or anything, or is it just more like uh, for fun? I actually started going. I started playing. When I was younger in church, and then um, just self-taught, taught myself. My dad used to play for Sounds of Blackness. He's a big musician. Oh, nice. nice. My, my dad, one of my, his best friends, uh, when when I was growing up, his two best buddies would always come over to the house, and one of them uh, played with them. His name is uh, Dave Wright, a saxophone player. Okay. I haven't seen him in many years, but when you say Sounds of Blackness, immediately yeah. I think of him. And, yeah, they're amazing. Grammy Award winning. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I went to school with someone who... Was with the Sounds of Blackness, Kimberly Brown. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's uh, very talented. Yeah, yeah. It runs in the family, so you know, I guess I just picked up one. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, so you know, you got Slink being the musician on the card. You know, the rapper. Yeah. And it sounds like he's doing something fancy where he's got a, a new art, a new song or something he said with a Death Jam artist, and I guess he's flying in to like walk out with oh, him yeah, and do cool. it. I'm like, so that's gonna be amazing. Wow. Um, if you're a musician, have you ever thought about like writing your own kind of song for like walkout music or anything like that? Yeah, I do hip hop too. My whole family does, but I think for this fight, I want if I can make it happen, I want my brother to walk me out to one of his songs. Okay. So, awesome. Is is he a TV rapper then? Oh, he is. One of the best I've ever heard, and really? I'm and I'm saying that uh, completely biased. I'm 100 biased. <laughs> but well, let's give a plug. Does he have albums or anything that? Yeah, so Omi the Homie on Apple Music. If you look up his music, Omi the Homie, one of the best artists in the Twin City. How do you spell Omi? O M I E T H A H O M I E. Omi the Homie. All right, you heard it. Check it out. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. Like there was that one, and then uh, Tim. You guys know Tim Bender. He's uh, fighting on the card too. He's kind of got a mixed martial arts background. Uh, I think. He's, I'm trying to remember now. He's coming out to a funny song. Oh, it's uh, like a rapper named Young Gravy. Oh, that yeah, get, get money. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's gonna walk out to the get. Unless he changes mind. But I'd never heard it before, so I watched it. I was laughing. I was like, man, that's, that's that guy's from Minnesota. So that's funny. <laughs> So, Leo, tell us a little bit more about your background in boxing and uh, your journey from how many amateur fights you had and, and your journey to uh, becoming a pro. So, so basically, boxing just runs in my family since since my uncle started fighting in Mexico. I think he he got to fight for two titles. Um, he, I think he went to Australia to fight too. So after he wow. retired. Well, he kind of got retired because he took a fight, and it was it was a hard fight. And he took another fight within a month, and then he got uh, his eye. I think his retina in his eye went, so he couldn't oh, fight anymore. Wow. So then he started showing my dad, and then my dad just picked it up, and then now I'm here. Yeah. Uh, so what what is your uncle's name? Uh, his name is Luis. Okay. Yeah, uh, he's always from Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. And then Very my nice. dad, uh, my dad, dad. Dad's right here? Yeah, he's right here. Oh, all right. 
So you're originally from Mexico? No, so I, I was born in California. Okay. Uh, in Santana. And then my parents moved to uh, Minnesota when I was like a year. Oh, okay. So I'm basically from Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, cool. so pretty much. And, and so now um, you're 8 0 right now? 8 0. Okay. Tell us about that. Uh, when did you turn pro? And uh, tell us a little bit about your pro career. Um, I think I turned pro. I think it was like a year and a half before COVID. Before COVID, yeah. Okay. So I got my first, I think my first two pro bouts in, and then I had three more scheduled, and then COVID hit, and it just ruined everything. Right. So I had a, I think I was going to Mexico with my first one. I was going to find Mexico. And it was like a week before, and then it just got canceled. You know? It was, I was so bummed out. Yeah. But, you know, having your own gym, it was pretty cool because I could still come in and work. But there was nobody around because you couldn't go to regular gym. So I stayed busy working. Yeah. And once it, once it started opening back up, but I was already ready. Mm -hmm. So I just took it back, boom, got fights in. Now I noticed uh, Slink on uh, Instagram uh, called you the body snatcher. Yeah. Is, is that an official nickname or is that just his uh, affectionate that's title a, he gives you? That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the title Slink gave me. Yeah. <laughs> So he, he he's trying to make it stay, but it, and it's kind of sticky. Shots, huh? Yeah. Hardest puncher I've ever got in the ring with. I've been really? in the ring with some big guys, some wow. really big guys. This is the hardest puncher I've ever been in the ring. With. Wow. So you might have like 20 pounds on him, and you're still saying he's the hardest puncher. Oh, 100 percent. And outside wow. of fight, probably walk around 185. Yeah. Still the hardest puncher I've ever been in the ring with. Wow. So does that just come naturally to you, or is it uh, yeah, you work on that? Or no, it's a natural thing, my dad too. That's what I say. It's because of my calves. Look, look at my size of my oh, calves. Oh yeah, they're like. I, mean, I haven't done anything. They're like tree trunks here. There's no protein or nothing. Everything's natural. Yeah. 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 That's, that's so, good. Yeah, it's a little gift to have. People mentioned that about you know Pacquiao. He was fighting about big calves. Oh yeah, yeah. He had you super know. good calves. Yeah. Yeah. I think you see that with a lot of fighters, like good footwork. Yeah. You know, speaking of that, you know, the weather is getting a little worse right now. You know, it's not snowing yet, but uh, with your training and all that, you know, I see, you know, this is the, the nitty gritty, the way that it's supposed to be, you know, no nonsense, get in here, get it done. But as far as road work goes, how do you guys do that? Do you get to actually take to the road? Do you get on a treadmill? How, how are you doing it? I, I do both. So when when I know there's no ice outside, I'm out on the road. And then I'm, I hit the treadmill every single day. Um, sometimes I'm doing high intensity, sometimes it's just a dog, but I try to run every day. Yeah, I know with ice it can be dangerous. You know, you don't want to get hurt. You know? Nah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm opposite. I, I can't do treadmill. I know, I, I can't do it. <laughs> I, I probably last like seven minutes and I'm like, I want to get out of here. Kind of yeah, I, I stick to the road no matter what. Yeah, it can be like negative ten. I'm I'm outside running. Fighting four jackets deep and four, four four sweatpants, but I'm outside running. Well, now we know you're a true Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's pretty hardcore. That's good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was joking with Slink because he was saying he hated the uh, cryo. You know, I said, well, you don't need cryo anymore. Just go outside. But now it's warming up, so I don't know. Maybe not. I think they said it might be stone, actually, on the day of the fight. So we'll see. Yeah, I did see that. So I don't know. Hopefully it doesn't. Yeah, for, for everyone's travel sake, I hope it does. Yeah. Um, you know, earlier I had asked if uh, any of these guys were fighting on Saturday just because there's fights uh, disciplines putting on the amateur shows. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you heard that or not when I was telling you. I said I'm probably going to dip out of there early so I can get over because I don't want to miss this. I mean, the pro shows are always really good at Element. But this one, it sounds like it's just going to be even better because of the other Minnesota fighters. Yeah. You know, what do you guys think about that, about being on a card with so many other Minnesota fighters? Because that's not normal, you know, especially here. I mean, it's a lot of out-of-state fighters. You know Leo can fight on the last card with a few. But yeah. it's not stacked like this. There's a lot yeah. of Minnesota fighters on this one. Yeah, I think it's awesome because it brings everybody together. And there's gonna be way more, way more people there cheering on. So it's gonna be super crazy. 
and it's gonna be a lot of fun for me. For me, it's great. I mean, it's more motivation, push myself even harder to give us better show. How have you guys been selling tickets? I mean. I know we were joking with Andre Reid that he had a big gear executive last time. They were sitting right by us. We're like, whoa. Um, but I can imagine you guys probably got tons of people coming, you know, like you said, with being vocal, you know. Um, that's exciting, you know, to hear your fans cheering for you. Yeah, we, we sold a lot. Yeah, we sold a lot. Yeah, I think they said there were over 400 tickets sold already. Yeah. And they're anticipating selling out. Yeah. Yeah, we've been telling people that it's probably gonna sell out. Cause we, we, I'm still getting like ten people messaging me. Like, yeah, I need ten more tickets. Right? I need one more ticket. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if I can do it. I gotta turn this money in tomorrow. <laughs> right, right. So I mean, I think it's gonna sell out. That's a good sign though. Yeah. When you hear like you want ten more tickets. Yeah. That's good. That means the desire is there. Yeah. So I've been pushing. I've been pushing the fight everywhere. So I'm a plumber. I drive into different homes every single day. So every house that I go into, I tell them that I'm fighting on Saturday. Some people actually write it down, and a lot of them say they're going to show up. We'll see. If half the people show up, even half the people show up that I've told about it, it's going to be insane. Hey, you never know. My dad, he had a plumber at his house the other day, and he said, I gave one of your men, you know, I have the, the MN box as well as the fight night. And he said, yeah, I gave one of your hats to the plumber. And I was like, really? And he said, yeah. He said he liked boxing and he fought upper uh, Midwest Golden Gloves, you know, when he was a kid. And I'm like, awesome. Nice. But you never know who the boxer yeah. is, you know, yep. for sure. Do you have your own business, or do you work for someone, or? So, I work for Minnesota Plumbing. They're actually up the street. Oh, uh, nice. That yeah. makes it easier to train and oh, yeah. get off work and roll down the road. Yep, so they they, uh, they travel around, going to different homes every day. I let people know about that. Um, and then I have a huge family. I'm talking about, like, eight siblings, and then imagine cousins and uncles and everybody that's coming out. But I came from a big family, you know? <laughs> I've got five older sisters, but you got me beat. Oh, <laughs> Do you have any other boxers in your family? or? No, well, my uncle was a boxer, but in my immediate family, I'm the first one. Everybody in my family are fighters. I grew up fighting, so now I just get to do it and I get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, yeah. So what else, Leo, what else can you tell us about your career? You've, um, if you, if you traveled around quite a bit, and you're fought in uh, different states and things like that? Um, yeah, so uh, most of my fights been in uh, been in Iowa. Okay. I mean, I've been fighting in Iowa, but uh, I think my, my, my debut I did in North Dakota. Okay. In North Dakota, and then I fought once in Wisconsin and Minnesota and Iowa. Did you fight that uh, 15 round promotions down there in Iowa? They put on some cards down there. They had uh, uh, no. I, I stick with uh, Extreme Maximus Promotions. Okay. Yeah, uh, Scott, Scott and Manny there. They're, yeah. Yeah, they're promoters. How did you get hooked up with Slink and Element? Uh, not, not Slink. I mean Coach Q and and those guys. Um. So basically with Scott. So before we had this gym, we were in Apple Valley. We had a location there, and then that's when. We Scott, and then Scott bought Slink over so we could work together. Mm-hmm. And okay, yeah, so he's working with them. Uh, I remember seeing that logo, and I think I saw some pictures of him with Slink for the Nico Ali Walsh fight. Yeah, yeah. So that's how we all came together. It's from Scott. Yeah. Okay. So uh, ever since then, me and Slink been working together. Always have been each other for the fights, and then that's how I met Coach, uh, Coach Q and Coach Shane too. Dalton also, I know there's some amateurs. That's pretty cool. I know it's always good to have good sparring, right? Yeah. Good, and uh, I know uh, Slink has helped Jamal James get ready for some fights, and so, you know, you guys feed off each other, right? Yeah. Um, but tell us about, what would you say have been your toughest fight so far as a pro? And um, My toughest fight... I gotta say the one I did at Element with uh, Venegas. Oh yeah. yeah. He was pretty good. Yeah. He showed me a lot, and it was it was good too because he he wouldn't back out. Like I would push him forward, I would push him back, and he would, he wasn't going. He was coming coming forward, coming forward. Right. And uh, that's the style I like too. We always working together. Me and Mike always sit together. Like none of one wants to give an inch back. No. And we're there to fight. <laughs> so that's, that was pretty good. Yeah. 
That's cool because we were just talking about that with Coach Q about how he really likes to put on competitive fights and, you know, not just get a warm body in there for someone to knock out. Mm-hmm. Sounds like, you know, that was the case with you yeah. in your fight there. So, yeah, it's good for the fans, good for the boxers, too, to have a little competition. So Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome to get those rounds in. You, you need it. It's always cool to get the KO, but, I mean, you need those rounds for a bigger career. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you need the experience for that. Especially when you get into like the A, that one we're pushing into a 10 or a championship fight, you need the experience. Yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, it's always fun to get the KO. I mean, we all want it. We're talking about the experience, uh, as far as rounds go, uh, I haven't looked at how many rounds you guys are fighting. Uh, Leo, first with you, how many rounds have you played? Alright, uh, so this is my first eight. This is eight rounds. Wow. Eight, yeah. eight rounds, okay. Yeah. And then Mike, how about you? Four. Four rounds. That makes sense. You normally rotate you into four. Yeah, normally four, then six, then eight. I think it's kind of the typical progression. Yeah. I did uh, I did six uh, six round fights. No, three three six round fights. Yeah, so now I'm moving up to eight, yeah. Nice. What else can you tell us about your opponent here uh, on, uh, on the 9th? Um, so from what I've seen, a couple of other clips I've seen, he throws his over, over, hand, over right hand a lot and the uppercut also too. And he likes to push uh, into the later rounds. So I think he's going to probably try to start off a little slow and then try to keep me in the later rounds, but I'm ready for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for it. For sure. So with it being an 8-round fight, how does that work with your uh, your preparation and your sparring? Normally, I, I don't even know the science behind it. You know, when uh, you watch Rocky, you hear Mick talking to him about it, you know, how many rounds and how many minutes. He has it down to an exact science of how how many rounds you need to spar. Yeah. You know, how many rounds are you sparring? Uh, so I've been pushing for like 10, pretty much. Push for 10 rounds. But if you can get more, you can get more. the first fight I mean, the yeah. last the last fights that guy was fighting somebody else and he was fighting somebody else and I kept thinking like man you guys gotta fight again you know <laughs> yeah. I'm excited Andre he, he's a good fighter um, he, he's coming to fight I know that he's gonna be gaining all four rounds so I'm, I'm excited for it. I think it's gonna be a good fight for the fans and everybody out there and um, I'm ready well can you guys tell us real quick about who's cornering you you know I know this is your home gym right now. Are you guys have the same people cornering which of you? You know, because I know there's four people. You know, there's two of you cornering here right now that are also fighting on the card from CMB. So that's going to be a busy, uh, busy corner. So their fights got dropped. Oh, they did? Yeah, their fights got dropped. I was asking Q about that, and I, I wasn't sure exactly who it was. I knew Gavin's fight got dropped, but both of theirs. Uh, yeah. So uh, is it Gavino? Gavino, yeah. Gavino and uh, what's and, that? And uh, Arat. How do you say it again? Ara. He's actually here. He's actually right there. He's in the training. His but fight got dropped too? Yeah, the guy backed out or something. And they tried to get him a replacement and then we couldn't make it work. Oh, yeah, I know. Man. It's too scary. <laughs> I, I thought yeah. that was amazing though when I saw Wow, my like, four fighters, you know, and I think two of them were pro debuts. I was like, this is going to be great. Yeah, I, I thought it was gonna be so cool. That's a bummer. Yeah. Um, That's still going to be great. But, oh, absolutely. You know, we're, uh, so, but getting back to the question, who's, who's cornering for you guys? Oh, uh, it's still the same. Uh, my dad and Oscar. Your dad and who? Oscar. Oscar? Yeah. Just those two? Have you ever been cut? I haven't been cut. Oh. I don't want to jinx I, you. No, I, I haven't been cut. Now if he gets cut, it's going to be like <laughs> So, the funny thing is, I got cut during soccer. I used to play soccer. Oh, okay. And some guy came uh, behind me and just elbowed me right in my eye socket. Oh, wow. So, I got nine... Uh, 9-11 stitches, I think it was. 
side. Yeah, I got headbutted at a concert. Oh, at a concert? There. Yeah. Oh, dang. When I was in high school. Yeah. Oh, that's listening to some crazy music. <laughs> Soccer's a dangerous sport. Yeah, stick with boxing, right? Yeah, yeah. Stick with boxing. Yeah, it's, it's dangerous. You're not getting legs thrown at you. Yeah, yeah right. The ref won't, won't buy it if you fake follow. They'll count you out. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the only time. This past fight, I got... I also got a headbutt right here in my, in my eye. It just swelled up, though. And, but I was super worried because I already had this fight coming up. So I didn't want to get injured. Yeah, so I, I was being careful with that last one. So other than... Here, you know, we mentioned that you've been, at least you, Leo, have been doing some sparring elsewhere. How about you, Mike? You, know, you guys been going anywhere else, getting work? I know you're not sparring now, but previously, were you going to other gyms and getting work? Yeah, we, we get a lot of work in, actually. We, we go to a bunch of different gyms. We go to Top Team. Before this, before I got the fight with um, Reed, we used to go to Element and Spar. I used to spar other guys there. Uh, they, Oscar and Leo are really good at keeping me busy. We're working all year round, nonstop. So I got I got a lot of sparring, in, and I'm, I'm ready for this. Fight. How long's it been since you officially made the decision to turn pro? Um, I know maybe you didn't it? write it down on the calendar, <laughs> but it's a momentous thing, you know. It's a big deal, you know, when you made that decision. It was like September or October. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, like October, I think, because I wanted to get one more amateur fight in. And we tried to fight this guy, and it, the fight got canceled like four times on like four different occasions. So we were like, you know, we're going to go pro. And we um, started training hard. And I got some good work with a pro fighter who's fighting on the 16th. Yeah, Cruz. Cruz. Cruz came down to work with us a little bit. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we messaged yeah, him. Yeah. We're going to try and interview him for the armor show. Yeah. So when you were in the amateurs, Mike, what weight were you fighting at? Oh, anyway, so I started, uh, I st my first fight was at 180-something, and then I fought at 175. I had a fight at 165. I kind of moved around, wherever I could get a fight. Uh, the crazy thing is, so I started boxing when I was overseas with the military, right? Not, not officially. This is like just guys with gloves, no mouth guard. <laughs> um, and I started fighting with some of the special forces guys overseas. And then I'm like, you know what? I loved it. When I came, when I got back from overseas, this is right like after the pandemic, I found this gym. And when I came here, I fell in love with the gym. This guy beat me up a million times. I started to get a little bit better. And then I'm like, you know what? Let's go amateur. And they got me all top competition throughout the amateurs. And I feel really confident going into this fight. Are you still in the reserves or? I'm You're done. I'm up. done, as you can tell. You know. <laughs> so, uh, no, that 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 is done. I'm it's time to move on and just focus well, on. Thank boxing. you for your service. Yep. Appreciate it. Yep. So, Leo, when you were uh, in the amateurs too, I guess I should ask you, where were you fighting? Because you said you're 154 now. Is that right? Yeah, I'm playing 154. 154, and the, and the amateurs, where were you fighting at? Oh man, I came down from like. I think my first fight I did was at 192. You say 192? 192, I think wow. it was. Wow. Yeah. So you come down quite a bit. No, yeah, before before I started boxing and training, I was probably like 230. Wow. So I came down, yeah, I've been coming. Sort of like uh, Alex Zatrowski. Yeah, it was a guy from uh, Valhalla, and he lost like over 100 pounds. And uh, Andre, I know he lost a lot of weight too. I was coming in. Yeah. that in I just as a person working out in the gym back in 2009 lost a lot of weight. Now I put it all back on and more, I'm trying to get back in the gym. Yeah. It has a sneaky way of doing that if you stop working out. Yeah. Come here. <laughs> It'll be gone in a couple months. I'll yeah. There you go. There you go. I don't know. As long as the body snatcher doesn't snatch me, because right. <laughs> it'll be like Jello. <laughs> yeah. Got to get this guy in here. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm too old for this stuff. Just talk, talk about Ingmar Johansson and he'll, he'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. That's a boy. Him and, I actually uh, met him. Lodge. I met him. Yeah. Got my picture taken with him. Yeah, I former heavyweight champion of the world this year. He uh, did some advertisements and stuff in Minneapolis years ago, yeah. and this guy met him. Oh, like, like in the 80s, like 83 or 82, something like that, yeah. 
Yeah. And he's still a hero in Sweden, and believe it or not, they also love Floyd, Floyd Patterson, who, of course, had that trilogy with Ingemar, because he's, Floyd is such a, was, you know, God rest his soul, you know, he was such a cool, cool guy, too, that the Swedish fans uh, kind of fell in love with him, too, but anyway... Getting back to uh, the element cards, so um, do you guys see. know the lineup yet? Do you know where in the in the rotation you are? Yeah, I'm assuming pro debut, four rounder. You're probably going to be earlier in the show, you know. And yeah, well, I, I have no clue. All, listen, I'm just focused on the fight. Yep. I'm gonna show up whenever they call my name to go. Off, I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. So. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, it doesn't necessarily matter. I know I ask that to some people, and they're just kind of like, whatever. Like, yeah. Because I, I think it used to be, like, at the night shows, there would be, like, eight fights or something. There would be a good amount. And, like, this card, there was a bunch scheduled, and I would ask, if you go first, you know, you're going to try and go see your teammate or go watch something else. And they're like, well, maybe. And they're like, well, don't, you don't know where you are, you know. Yeah. But it, so, Leo, now that this will be your, your ninth pro fight, you're pretty pretty well established now. Getting getting some experience here. What are your long term goals in the sport? Um, for me, I probably try to get a championship uh, fight. Um, but me for myself, I've I've always done it just because I love the sport. Mm-hmm. And I always like to give a good show. People have come on and watch me, and for them to enjoy it. You know. Nobody wants to come see a boring, boring fight. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I want to go out there and get my best, get the win. You know, we all want to win, but if I get the loss, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it up, but I'm gonna throw some punches too. You know, I want yeah. I want people to come out and have a good time. Yeah. yeah, and I know we, I know you know people don't like to look past their fight that's coming up, but mm-hmm. you know at the same time. There are opportunities here now with the shows that Coach Q is putting on, of course, and yep. hopefully there will be more opportunities uh, at the Armory and places like that. And so, yeah, I don't know if you guys saw that that Amazon Prime picked up uh, with PBC. Um, yeah, yeah. Which you know, it's a bummer that Showtime's getting out of the game, but you know, re-encouraging you know to see that Amazon's signed with PBC, but the only downside I was telling Brian is it sounds like the first card not going to be till like March, because we're just like, man, maybe they could just bounce right back in in like January, February, and get yeah. back into the Armory, but it sounds like yeah. it's going to be a little while. We'll take it, though. I'm sure they're going to be back. PBC loves the Armory, and but I guess the point I was trying to make is there there are some opportunities here to get on some big-time cards right, right here in the cities, and who knows, maybe we'll see a fight at the Armory someday, and yeah, you know, maybe yeah, you. Or Hinkley, or yeah, yeah. No, or yeah. Treasure Island. I, I mean, they used to host boxing years ago. The Mystics even held boxing a long time ago. Hinkley, I think, is by far in Treasure Island, I think, had the most. Yeah. Uh, as far as casinos. Yeah, that's, they hold the most fights, right, Hinkley? Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, ESPN's been up there. and um, Yeah, they've had. So we've, we kind of have the best of both worlds here now in Minneapolis, which is how I look at it. You can go to an element show. Like, well, on the ninth, you've got the amateur show at the COD. Then you've got the element show at night. Then a week later, you've got the armory card. Yeah, David there's Morrell. amateur boxing that day too. Although that it's happened that way multiple times, where the day of an armory show, there's an amateur show in St. Cloud, and I was like, God, that sucks. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Just because right it's now. a long haul. Like, yeah, you, know, you could do it. You could drive all the way from there and go straight to the armory, but you'd be tired. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's that's a long. Yeah. Haul. So, as much as I want to go to the Silver Gloves, I'm going to the, you know, it's historic with it being the last Showtime show. Yeah. So, I'm going to be at the Armory. Yeah, and I just want to emphasize that. I think people think, well, they hear that's the last Showtime show. They think it's the last Armory show. No, it's the last Showtime show, period. Boxing will go on at the Armory, and that's really cool. And hope to see you guys there, you know, some Yeah, we hope to be there. Yeah. You know, not just as a spectator, but maybe... Fighting on one of the right, cards. Yeah. So. That'd be super good. That'd be super crazy. <laughs> yeah, we've had, you know, you mentioned how Cruz is fighting on this next one. Marlon Sims, you know, he's going to be fighting. We're going to be talking to him on Monday, um, and we're still trying to link up with Cruz. But, yeah, those guys have fought on there. Um, Rashawn Owens, you know, unfortunately had that, uh, sounds like a back-of-the-head deal that got overturned. Yeah. He just fought down in Mexico. 
but it sounds like he's healthy and happy, so that's good. Sounds like they're going to change that to a no contest, I think right? they did already. They did already. Oh, did they really? Oh, I think they did. Oh, yeah. I, might, I might have misread the post, but I thought he said they did. Uh, they need to change the Hector Cruz fight to a no contest. That punch was right behind the head. That, that recent fight with uh, Hector Cruz, same ordeal. Really? Yeah. yeah. Punch right to the back of the head. He was done. It's uh, dangerous. Yeah. It is dangerous. Yeah, it was definitely hazardous. Yeah. Wow. Pretty bad. But yeah, we're excited. I'm excited. Use this fight as a measuring stick. My goal, I want to be undisputed one day. And in one weight class, and then I'm done. Go spend time with my family. You know? So that's, that's what I'm going to work for. Aspire to big things, and, um, you know, it might happen. So Now, you both, I think, uh, are on the trajectory. You know, you mentioned you want to shoot for a title. Um, and, Leo, you're already on that path. You know, I think state title would be a good you know, thing for someone like yourself, yeah. um, is that kind of like what you're thinking? Like, all right, because I mean, part of the, the problem sometimes is maybe you don't have anyone else around your weight class, you know, you, when you want to fight for a state title. Yeah. You know, um, is there anyone that's in your sights locally that, you know, uh, you maybe want to throw down with uh, in the future? So, maybe for a state title? So for me, I'm not really a huge fan of fighting like our own people in Minnesota. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah, I don't, I don't you know, we're, I've sparred we with each other. Yeah. Okay. I can understand. Yeah, I've sparred most of the people in my weight class, and, you know, we're pretty much friends. Yeah. I don't want to take somebody else's career from them or them take mine, you know, and hold grudges or something. Yeah. I'd rather fight somebody else from a different state. No, yeah. I can respect that yeah. for sure. Yeah. We've been talking about that a lot lately. I mean, Ryan and I have, and, you know, just people behind the scenes. And, and I think you'll hear it on that latest uh, interview with Coach Shane and Coach Kieber talking about that. You want to build up, you know, and Slink's talked about that too after the Nico and Walsh fight. Yeah. You know, he's getting called out by a bunch of different people. Um, and he's just like, no, he's just like, I'm not going to fight that guy. You know, we're going to. Yeah. We'll not necessarily other boxers, but other people who have an interest in. Well, both. I mean, but yeah. But the, but the idea yeah. is, you know, and I think the way Q said it was good. You know, he said we want to galvanize right. the Minnesota base. You know, yeah. all these urban gyms. And I had made a point to him, and I'd ask you guys this too. As I said, it seems to me like in Minnesota right now we've got a lot of amateur gyms. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people competing at the amateur level, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, more than I can remember when I was growing up. Yeah. I mean, there was like hardly any gyms when I was growing up, and now they're everywhere. Um, do you think that's going to translate into the pros? Because, I mean, your gym, I use it as an example when I was asking Q, I'm like, you guys just had a couple different people go pro seemingly at the same time. You know, I'm like, this is exciting, yeah. you know, as a boxing fan to see. Minnesota fighters all, like, all of a sudden, hey, there's two or three more pros that we didn't have, like, a week ago, you know? Yeah. Um, what do you think about that? Do you think that the prospect for pro boxing in Minnesota is good? Yeah, I think there's a lot of good prospects in Minnesota for to the pros. I think one of the, to me in my my opinion, I think Eddie from Top Teams probably one of the best. Oh, uh, Valenzuela. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Have you ever you sparred him or? Yeah, we yeah we put some rounds together. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? No, no, I've never got to spar with Eddie. I've um, but I've sparred a lot of guys from his gym. Just different different sizes. He's a bit smaller than I am. Have you sparred with Gavin? I, I think I did. I think I sparred with him when we went over to the gym. Yeah. yeah. Sparred with all their guys. Eddie, telling you that guy's gonna be like the next Canelo. The way that people love him, and he's, he's a nice guy. Yeah, and he's mean in the ring. He's smart. Yeah, yeah. very smart. Yeah, yeah. He's that that guy is like the Minnesota Canelo right now. Yeah, well, it would be it'll be fun to watch him progress. And uh, yeah. I'm curious because you goes. know he's uh, intelligent outside of doing too. You know, he's going to school. Yep. St. Thomas. Yeah, mechanical um, engineering or something. Yeah, and so you you kind of wonder with someone like that, like. Um, if they're going to say no, I don't need to, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, but you, like, I guess the most recent example I can think of was uh, Alexander, or I think it was Alexander um, uh, Bostik. You know, he's Ukrainian, uh, like uh, Usyk and those guys. Mm -hmm. yeah. They called him the Nail. 
you know, it was his nickname. Uh, a very good fighter. I think Better Biev ended him. Um, mm. He retired after that fight, yeah. but now he's back. Oh, really? <laughs> but he was a good example of what I'm talking about. Like, I think he has highly educated. He was like a doctor or something, like a lawyer, something very, yeah. you know, big where he didn't uh, need to fight. Senna, Senna's the same thing. Ab- Abkal, oh, you, you yeah. heard the interview I did with him, and he had, he said, you know, I don't really need boxing for the money because he had a successful career in public relations and yeah, things like that. Yeah, I think like he that. said if he had stayed in Africa, he would be very wealthy. Yeah. More wealthy than he is as a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what George Foreman once said, too. They asked him if he, uh, at one time, if he was going to return to boxing yet again after he retired for the last time. He said, no, I can't afford to. I'm making too much money in business. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. grill and everything, you know. But, yeah, it's good to see boxers who can successfully make that transition to other things outside Leo, the ring. Mike mentioned he is a plumber um, outside the ring. What do you do outside the ring? Uh, so I, I apologize mean, if you said it. I didn't hear No, uh, me and Oscar, well, Oscar has his own uh, tile company. Tile? Yes, yeah, so we do tile. Oh, cool. So as shops, we desperately need more. We need trades. Do you yeah. see? Yeah, absolutely. Are you seeing, uh, are you guys staying busy in that? Uh, yeah, we stay pretty busy. We have our off seasons coming kind of out because of the weather. Yeah. Yeah, once spring hits summer, it's crazy. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So it's running around here from house to house. Job so mostly, job. mostly residential and yeah. re- residential remodeling and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, so be- before we before we had the gym, we were actually doing all like the lifetime fitness. Oh, uh, nice. Gyms, yeah. So basically all the tiles in Minnesota, we did that. And then we did some clubs in Georgia, Philadelphia. Uh, I was going to one in Miami, Chicago, and California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, we used to travel a lot. And then we got the gym, so now we're just doing houses. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, starting to get tapped out. We ask guys a lot of questions. Um, you follow any guys, any fighters that you guys like to watch? Top guys like well the night of the fight is Devin Haney versus oh, yeah. Regis Prograde. Um seventy five dollars paper. Yeah, we're not gonna pay that to yeah. watch yeah. that fight. We're Don't gonna... get me wrong, I, I scoffed at that when I was interviewing uh, Coach Q and Coach Shane. I said, you know, you don't want to watch that. You want to come to Element and watch you guys. Yeah, but. Don't get me wrong. I don't mind that fight. I want to see that fight. I just don't want to pay $75. Yeah. <laughs> or like the, uh, the one fight that Shakur Stevenson fight. Oh, oh man. That was so bad. I turned it off after the fourth round. Which one was that? The one Shakur where he Stevens. set the record for the fewest punches thrown ever in a fight. Was it like 40 punches was like in the whole fight? It was like punches per round or something. Yeah. And I really follow Shakur a lot, too. I love oh, all yeah. his fights. He's been getting more exciting, too, banging more. And then this fight, I think he just felt the guy's power. Um, but Jalil Hatchet, I think is how you say his last name. Well, I thought I heard Bob Aram saying there was something going on before the fight with a potential injury with a, a hand or a shoulder or something. So, you know, maybe that was it, maybe not. But it stinks because, yeah, I think Shakira is very talented. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, it can be extremely exciting. But that sounds like it was a stinker. <laughs> yeah, it, it was pretty bad. <laughs> There's that other card coming up on, I think, the 23rd of December, where you've got uh, Wilders fighting Joseph Parker, and then you've got uh, yeah Anthony Joshua. And he's fighting Wilder. Yep. He's fighting Wilder. Yep. The one that I can't wait for, and I don't, I don't know the date off the top of my head, is that in a way uh, the Japanese mm. fighter. He's got the unification for undisputed. Yeah. You know? um, so that that'll be the one I'm really excited for. With that card on the 23rd, I think they're only only asking 40 bucks for that which is pretty reasonable nowadays for yeah, pay-per-view yeah they used to do would, that every once in a while where they actually pay like that a, a cheaper pay-per-view which was nice yeah. i remember when our local guy anthony bonsante when he went out and fought in madison square garden years ago oh, against john, john duddy yeah for, it was for st patrick's day yeah and it was like a 40 dollar pay-per-view which was right. nice so we had a big party at my house and yeah. oh, like i watched my, that my too it was like all right we it was like aaron gobral you know we're like all right yeah. at the st patrick's day deal my mom made like you know, what is it, corned beef and all that kind corned of stuff? Corned beef and cabbage. Yeah, yeah. Was fun, I'm thinking about food right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I should have done that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Soon enough, my friend. Soon oh, yeah. yeah. So weigh ins tomorrow, right? About 5? Yeah, yeah five, he five said. I think he said, yeah. like, doors kind of at 5, and then 5.15, 5.30 will probably start because, like you said, he had to go pick up bird from the airport. So I'm yeah. guessing he said... Uh, 
as far as the fights go, though, he said when the ambulance shows up, then it'll start. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the, the thing to watch for on fight night is yeah. where's the ambulance? Because once that happens, it's time to roll. Yeah, yeah last show, I think they got a call right before they were coming in and they we had to wait for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Y'all see that the armory when you're going in there to the up that ramp, you know, into the oh yeah uh, press area or whatever. Yeah, there's always that's always parked out there. So when can we reverse the rules? You guys come here, hit the bags while we're recording you, and uh, you tell us how how it is to train at our gym. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I'd love it just so it doesn't hit me bad. <laughs> I had hurt my left shoulder hitting uh, the bag I'd like, so as long as I don't have to hit it too hard, I can do it. Yeah. Uh, we can edit it. it and make it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Add some, add some sound effects. My dad loves that. No, he hates that. <laughs> He'd always uh, comment about that, but like more like in Western movies, you know, with the gunshots. Yeah. It's like, that's what a gun sounds like. Make the sound effects or you hit the bag. <laughs> Play the yeah, rock music sure. in the background. Yeah. No, I'll definitely come down and hit the bags. Yeah. He lives close, so he sure, has no excuse. I'm only 15 minutes away. Oh, nice. I'm in Richfield, so nice. it's not too bad. Yeah. All right, well. So before we let you go, uh, shout out to anybody you know who's helping you guys. So Mike, we can start with you. Um, well, first of all, shout out to my gym. Shout out to Oscar. Shout out to Leo. All the people here. Shout out to Element as well. Shout out to Coach Q, Coach Shane, all those guys. Shout out to my opponent for taking the fight because I haven't been able to get a fight in the amateurs because nobody would take the fight. So shout out to you. Um, shout out to my family. Shout out to my wife at home. Shout out to my kids and. How many kids? Two kids. Two, Two kids? kids. Yeah. Boy, girl, or what? Boy and girl. So oh, like best my daughter's girl. four, and my son will be nine months soon. So. Oh wow, yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Good for you. And once again, your uh, brother, you said, is going to be doing Omi, the the homie. One Omi of the, the best homie. artists. Yeah. And <laughs> so easy to remember. Omi the homie. One of the best artists in the state. You guys will see on Saturday night. Yeah, yeah we'll uh, look forward to that. How about you, Leo? Uh, me, shout out to everybody who purchased the ticket for coming out. Um, all the spectators, all the followers, all the people who posted, who shared my posts, who keep keeps up with me. Of course, CMB, uh, my brother Oscar, my dad Mario for pushing me, uh, Mike and all my teammates for making me work hard, beating me up. <laughs> uh, Coach Q, Q Promotions, Coach Scott, uh, Manny, Extreme Maximus Promotions, thanks for having me on the show, uh, thanks for always keeping me posted, and yeah, I hope you guys have a great show, or oh, well, we, we give a great show to you guys, and you for guys sure, come on and have yeah. some fun. You've got the Upper Midwest Golden Gloves jacket yes, on there, pretty sweet, did you, uh, did you do uh, Upper Midwest, did you win any titles or anything? Oh yeah, so I won... My first, my first Golden Gloves, I won at 178 in 2016. And then we had a job in 2017 in Philadelphia, so I couldn't make it in that year. Mm. So, but I came back in 2018, and I dropped to 165 and won at 165. Nice. And then I did nationals in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. I got to quarterfinals. And nice. I lost the quarterfinals. What year was that? Uh, 2016. Okay, so and then, yeah, I remember they went back there. Yeah. When I was out there with my dad years ago, it was 2009. But I know they went back there after. Yeah. So, yeah, so I don't know what else. The Fulmers out there, they got all of them. The Dean Fulmer and his, uh, his family and crew, their nice. big presence out there. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty sweet. Yeah. It was my first time in Salt Lake City. It was, it was cool. Yeah, it was, Go to Temple Square yeah. and all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Awesome. We're up in the mountains and everything, too. Yeah, it was cool. Good, good go to for uh, you. what is it Park City where they had the Olympics for the skiing out there it's kind of cool oh, Year, many years ago you know but they have the uh, remnants are there like I stood on a, a pedestal thing you know like, my dad like, yeah <laughs> it's cool they had like the first second and third kind of like they were mm-hmm. cement pedestals it was pretty pretty awesome oh, yeah. yeah I didn't get to go there but I'll check it out too. yeah so you said you were in 2016 in Salt Lake City and then what after that uh, in 2018 I was Kansas City Okay. It was Kansas City. Yeah, I lost it. I lost my first night there. Yeah, but that night, uh, my my brother and my dad, my brother, my dad and my brother weren't there with me to coach me. Oh, okay. So I just went by myself there, like, oh, cause we we had a lot of work. And like, if you get to close to the, if you quick, if you get close to the quarterfinals, we'll get there. Oh. Okay. But, yeah. That's, That's tough. Yeah. yeah. Did you fight any amateurs who are 
that we might recognize now as pros or um, just to not drop a few names or I think Manny Contreras you guys remember Manny Contreras mm-hmm. uh, I fought him twice um, man there's a lot yeah, there's a lot there. oh Blake I fought Blake twice too you know Blake the one uh, from the UFC oh really yeah okay. I fought him twice uh, there's just so much that I don't remember Sweet. I did like yeah. 47 amateur fights I think uh huh so there's a lot, yeah. yeah. Some good memories. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Right on, right on. Well, I think yeah. that's about it. You guys, yep. thank you for making time for us. I mean, and welcoming us into the gym, you know. Um, it looks like everyone's clearing out of here, so we'll let you guys go home and rest. And like I said, I'll see you tomorrow at the weigh-ins. Yeah, sure. Thank you guys for coming. Yeah, yeah, nice to meet you guys again. Nice to meet you. Good luck. Thank you. Last shout-out to you guys, because... This interview would be possible. Yeah. Guys, so this yeah. yeah. It's our pleasure. We love it. Yeah, we work day jobs. This is a hobby. You know, yeah. I, I know Brian, he actually wrangled me into it, so you can thank him. <laughs> I said, who wants to listen to me, man? And, <laughs> this guy is the uh, president of the Minnesota Boxing Hall of Fame, so he might be inducting you guys oh, someday. Oh, so. nice. The third. Now, there is... Yeah. Jake Wagner was the first, mm-hmm. and uh, after he stepped down, then uh, Jeff Flanagan took over, and he recently retired, and then I got voted in this past June. Oh, right. So I do the MN Box page, that's me, and then Brian and I do the podcast together, and behind the scenes right now, I'm working with the, uh, the board mm-hmm. for the Hall of Fame, and we're trying to get back on track so that we can have banquets and... Uh, you know, starting again in 2024. But first things first, we have to secure a location, and then everything kind of rolls from there. Yeah. Um, they they lost a lot of momentum with COVID, so yeah, we're uh, you know just starting to get the ball rolling. Yeah.